Welcome to Storytime with Mama V. I'm your host, Victoria, but you can call me Mama V. In this show, we go on storytime adventures where magic exists, where brave knights and courageous princesses come out to play, and where the good always defies evil. Now, get comfy, because storytime is about to begin. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with Mama V. I'm so excited to read to you again. Today, we're reading Sora Searches for a Song, A Little Cricket's Imagination Journey. Now, this book comes to us from Once Upon a Dance collection, and it's a collection of books where it encourages movement and creativity. And specifically this book, where we get to meet Sora. And Sora is a little cricket who thinks she has no imagination. But as it turns out, it is the farthest thing from the truth. So let's get right into our story of Sora searches for a song, Little Cricket's Imagination Journey, and find out just how imaginative Sora could get. Let's go. Once upon a dance... Twilight fell in the great green marsh, as if giant arms of orange and yellow had pulled down the sky. Frogs squatted on lily pads, their croaks and splashes blended with the buzzing drone of dragonflies zigzagging above the water. Crickets stretched their legs, arms, and wings. They chirped their evening songs, and the sounds all blended into a symphony. The cricket orchestra performed, but one little cricket, Sora, sat quietly. Hmm. As the sound floated all around, Sora surged deep inside for a song. What can I sing? What can I sing? But nothing came. Melodies tickled across Sora's toes, legs, and back as the little cricket searched in vain for a song. Then... A stern voice pierced the night, and the music stopped. Someone's not singing. All eyes turned to the little cricket. The problem is clear, Sora. The crickets all said, You've got no imagination. Really? Sora asked. Are you sure? Definitely. They replied as Sora slumped. (sighs) Everyone says so. This was terrible news. Sora desperately wanted to sing. But how would it be possible to find a song without imagination? Sora sat and listened, hoping to find inspiration in the nighttime noise. Cicadas hummed. Bats squeaked. Coyotes yipped. But still, no song emerged. The little cricket settled into the grass, ready to give up and go to sleep. (sighs) As the morning sun rose, the birds began to sing their chirps and pips and whoops and warbles. How lovely! Sora listened for a bit, and then the little cricket's chin dropped. (sighs) I can't imagine singing songs like that. You can't imagine it? asked the songbirds. No, said Sora. I've got no imagination. (sighs) Everyone says so. If you can't imagine singing like a songbird, become a songbird yourself 
so you can figure out how it's done. But that's silly, Sora declared. I can't become a bird. I don't even know how to flap my wings or balance on two feet. <laughs> Is that so? The songbirds giggled. <laughs> Why, just take a look at yourself. Sora looked down and was surprised to see a finely feathered body, the color of an orange sunset. Sora felt as light as air and took off with outstretched wings to ride on the breeze. Happy melodies poured out of Sora's tiny open beak and echoed through the clouds. La, 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 la. They were as lovely as any songbirds. Sora twittered and cheeped and chattered and peeped. What fine new sounds! Sora could whistle and trill and cluck and coo. Long shadows and soft yellow reflected off a nearby pond in the morning sun. Sora glided toward the water. Ripples danced as the little bird sat down on the pond's surface. Sora sipped the cool waters, gently dipped each wing for a bath. Here goes the left and the right, then dried off in the sunshine. Shake, 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 shake. Soon, a school of little fish gathered below. Sora was impressed with how the fish swam so close without bumping into each other. That looks like fun, said Sora. I can't imagine living under the water like that. You can't imagine it? Are you sure? The fish asked. I'm sure, said Sora with a sigh. I've got no imagination. Everyone says so. In that case, you'll need to become a fish yourself to see how it's done, said the fish, swaying their bodies from side to side. Sora couldn't argue with that logic. Sora dove into the water and joined them. They swished and wiggled and splashed and jiggled. Sora tried singing an underwater song, burbled up to the water's surface. It was followed by gloop, gloop, bloop. The bubbles of music led away from the little fish, and Sora swam off to follow the song. Soon, Sora was surrounded by much larger fish who looked <gasps> ooh, hungry. Sora raced back to where the school of little fish had been playing, but only frogs, turtles, and slithery snakes remained. <gasps> Sora dashed behind a tangle of tree roots at the water's edge, trying very hard to look not delicious. Come here, little one, called a hungry creature. I wish to eat you. Surely there must be something better to eat than me, said Sora. What about these tree roots? Tree roots taste terrible, the creature said. Trees are tough and bitter and chock full of splinters. I would get a bellyache if I crunched on trees. I can't imagine it's as bad as all that, said Sora. How tough could a tree possibly be? As soon as the words I can't imagine came out, Sora realized what a mistake it was to speak them. But it was too late. Sora's body stretched, strained, prickled and bristled as it turned to trunk and bark. Poor Sora had never felt so uh, uncomfortable. Sora tried to move, 
but everything felt too heavy. Oh, owie, so heavy. Even after twisting, reaching, shrinking, jumping and shouting, Sora's body hardly budged. Sora wished more than anything to be a little cricket again. If only I could stop this nightmare, thought Sora, eye-squeezing shot. How can I make it stop? I must open my eyes! Blink, blink. Sora blinked and found not a tree, not a fish, not a bird, just a little cricket with a big imagination. Sounds gathered in Sora's belly, back, arms, legs, and when they escaped, the melody surprised and delighted. The music reminded Sora of flight, frenzy, friendship, fear, and freedom. It was an original song, a big and marvelous song, bursting with imagination. And everyone said so. The end. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our story of Sora searches for a song today. Now, the thing about this story and the Once Upon a Dance collection is it's as I mentioned earlier in the introduction is it encourages movement. So if you take a peek at the physical book, there's actually movements that are illustrated by ballerina Kenora. So I'm going to link to where you can purchase the book. I'm also going to provide a link to a YouTube video, which has been recorded and narrated specifically for this book. So you can take a peek and you can actually do some of the movements in your living room. So get your ballet moves on by getting your imagination ignited as well. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed our story of Sora Searches for a Song. Please share this episode with another friend who could use a little burst of imagination and perhaps a delightful movement break to go along with it. I really love reading to you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now, my friends.